Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. Before we get to Kristen's prayer, and actually she has a great praise report for us today that uh, you're going to be really, I think, thrilled to hear. I want to talk to you about the importance of not looking for signs, but rather listening for God's voice. This is a critical distinction, okay? Now, we've been talking for a few episodes now about getting through a wilderness period in your life, and we've spoken about the importance of reading the Word of God, and we spoke yesterday about the importance of not panicking. In that same vein, it's important when you're looking for a way out of the wilderness not to confuse a nice coincidence with God's plan for you and instead to really learn to listen for the voice of God in leading your decisions, okay? Just because a door opens doesn't mean you should go through it. The enemy can open doors too. He doesn't win only by getting you to sin. He can also defeat your purpose simply by getting you to take the wrong path and even just getting you off course by a little bit. And one of the ways he does this is by making you think an opportunity is a sign from God. But be careful. The Bible says a wicked nation thirsteth for a sign. So don't always rely on what you're seeing. For example, if you're praying for a new job, just because some job offer falls into your lap that pays well and has better benefits and all, does not mean that it's what God wants for you. Just because you're single and believing God for a wife doesn't mean that the next beautiful woman who comes along who looks just like the image you have in your head is supposed to be your future Mrs. Wright. I've seen this in my own life a bunch of times, okay? A few years ago, I had three things happen in a short amount of time that I thought were such great coincidences that they must be God's plan for my life, and I was badly wrong each time. First of all, a friend of mine, I was single, and, and he wanted to set me up with some friend of his, or hers, I should say, and by coincidence, another friend contacted me who wanted to set me up with the exact same person. They had no idea about this. It was just two people wanting to set me up with the exact same woman. And wouldn't you know, two of this woman's relatives also happened to become clients of mine right around the same time, even though they had no idea about any of this. And I thought, well, that's four signs right there. And so this must be God's purpose for me. And so I agreed to meet this person. I went with my friends to dinner to do so. And I was so convinced that this was all divinely arranged. And wouldn't you know, she changed her mind and didn't even show up. I never even met her. And I thought, well, that doesn't make any sense. This was God's will. It had to be. I was so sure of it. All the signs were there. And later on in the same year, I had a situation where I needed to hire a new secretary in my office. I had actually hired one, but that person decided not to show up for her first day of work. So I prayed for a replacement. And what a coincidence. The next day, a friend of mine out of nowhere calls me up and asked if I had any openings at my office for secretarial work. And I thought, well, that's just got to be God's handiwork right there, that no sooner does this one person not show up and I pray for a new secretary and this person just contacts me out of the blue. That's got to be the hand of God in my life. And I have to tell you, that turned out to be one of the most disastrous hires I've ever had. I mean, I don't think that person lasted two weeks before there was an explosion between her and some other people in my office and all the other ones were crying and this woman wound up quitting twice in the same day and then and spreading rumors about me. I mean, it was all just a terrible experience. Well, third, 
Not long after that, in the same year, I was looking to get a new car and I didn't even really need one. I just thought I'd reward myself and I went to buy one. There was this one car I should have gotten that was the wise choice, but instead I stopped at a different dealership and I test drove some other car. I didn't commit one way or the other that day, but wouldn't you know, all of a sudden, the next day, the dealer calls me up and gives me this extraordinary discount on this car, basically saying I could have the top of the line model for the entry level model price. And instead of realizing that, hey, Jordan, maybe the reason they're discounting this car this much is that no one else wants to buy it. I said to myself, oh, wow, this must be the car that God has for me, the right car at the right time with the right price. And I got to tell you, that car was the most uncomfortable, unpleasant, and by the way, expensive car I've ever had. And I've had a bunch. And so that was three things in a row that year where I really thought something was supposed to be happening because I thought God was speaking to me through these great coincidences. And they were all disasters. And thankfully, the one with the girl was a failure because then I could have missed out on Kristen and that would have just, I just wouldn't have forgiven myself for that. But the point is this, after the third of these events, after the the whole car fiasco, I said, God, I don't understand. Why is this happening? I thought each time I was really hearing from you. And just this feeling came to me like, no, this is not hearing from God. This is the opposite, actually. This is taking the cheap way out, looking for signs instead of doing the work necessary to hear from God, committing, making the commitment necessary to hear from God. Look, don't forget that the point, what the point of all this is. The car and the secretary and even that date didn't really matter in the big scheme of things to God. What God really wants is to build a relationship with us. And that means communicating with each other. And so he used these disasters to show me that I needed to step up my spiritual game and really work to develop a relationship with him so I could learn to hear his voice and let him guide my steps instead of just taking educated guesses in lieu of actually doing that work, in lieu of actually making that commitment. So the point of today's message is just because something looks like it's falling into place and is too good to be true doesn't necessarily mean that this is what God wants for you. You really still have to go to God in prayer and yield to him, and just open up to him, and listen for that still small voice that we've been talking about, all right? That's my message for tonight. Thanks for listening. Very good, very good. Thank you, Kristen. All right, hey, why Uh, don't, before you do the prayer, why don't you share a praise report with us, all right? Absolutely, and just to dovetail on what you were saying, you know, there are times, like you say, that are God winks, and I've, I've had them where signs, you know, God uses certain signs, but it'll always be a tug with his voice will always, um, always accompany that. But it, there are other times to go with what Jordan was saying with the signs where (laughs) sometimes you actually think you want a different path or you, uh, try to force that, that you make things appear or something in your mind and you're like, Oh, well that must be a sign or you kind of can force signs, uh, and stretch things a little bit. So (laughs) that's a great, great reminder um, wonderful, wonderful message. People, but yes, we have a praise report. Um, a dear friend, Wendy, who said that she had, was experiencing some vertigo already. I think that was only like last night or the night before. She already has a praise report and saying that she's feeling much, much better. So praise God for healing. God heals. And remember, we want to hear about your praise report too. If you've been blessed by this program or, you know, your, your prayer has been answered um, in, already, please let us know. That encourages us. Or if you have a testimony to share with us, um, you know, maybe something that even happened before you've, you found our program, we would love to hear that. That's encouraging not only to us, but everybody listening. So please do that. And uh, yeah, now we'll, I would just like to pray 
um, for everyone, a, a prayer of blessing. And tonight on my heart is, I, I just love Isaiah. I don't know about you, but you ever just delve into the pages of Isaiah and it's just the poetic language is so, so good. And today I was just thinking about, oh, I was just thinking about like that part in Isaiah when God said he'll make our righteousness shine. If, if we give of ourselves, not just our finances, but encouragement and passion and praying and, and give ourselves to him and helping other people. Cause we can't help it when we give to the Lord, when we give him our full hearts, we want to help other people for he is love. And when we abide in him, we want to do all those things. So my prayer is that we would abide in him and help those who are hurting. And you may say, Lord, I don't know how to help. God will show you how to help. And when we do that, Lord, I pray that you would use each one of us in your special way to be your hands and feet, God. Use these hands, use these feet, use our mouths, Lord, to love, to bless each other, God, as your church. And God, when we do that, you promise you are going to make our righteousness shine like the noonday sun, Lord. You're, and, and you will be your, your righteousness will go before us. We are made right in the eyes of God by the blood, the precious blood of Jesus that covers us. Wow, Lord, to be made right with you, only something you could do through your blood. And that you will be our rear guard, your glory, the glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord is not something that's just, okay, the glory of the Lord. It's the glory of the Lord. It's the, it's the power. It's we can't even look upon your face, God. It's, it's it, the power that, that, that is the presence of God. Lord, we downplay it, play it so much, God, but it's so much bigger than we could even, even imagine, God. Your power and your presence. I pray that we would experience your power and your presence, Lord, that we would be, just like it says in Isaiah, the repairers of, of the walls, Lord, and, and the ancient foundations, God, the ancient foundations that were set up Years ago, God, and the restore, the restorers, Lord, help us to restore. Lord, I imagine right now I have this vision of all of us, and we have in our hand a brick that you've given us, God. It's not a heavy brick. It's a gift. It's, it's a beautiful brick of blessing that you've given us. And you're asking us to rebuild the wall, rebuild the wall of your glory with our brick, our personal brick, and to put that on the altar, to, to lay brick by brick as the body of Christ, Lord. There's so many different functions, and that's why you put us all together as the body of Christ. And we each take our personal brick, Lord, and lay it on your altar so that your walls can be re rebuilt, Lord. The glory of the Lord, the protection of Zion, Lord. Oh, Lord, thank you. We are like a well-watered garden in you, God. Lord, you are giving us nourishment for our souls, Lord. You're, you're giving us times of refreshing, God. For a long time, Lord, we've, we've, we've toiled and we've worked and we've worried and we've, we've prayed and we, we, we've fervently gone after you, God. And, and, now, and now we just come before you and we ask for those times of refreshing, God. We have sown we have sown with seeds of joy. We've sown with seeds of belief and, and faith. And, and God, you, you know that each person listening to this, Lord, you, you see. You're all seeing, seeing and all knowing. You're omniscient. You're, you're omnipresent, God. You, you see what they've put in, God. You see what they've given with their whole hearts, Lord. 
You see, Lord, you, you see what they've done, Lord. And, and they may feel overlooked by others, but they're handpicked by you, God. God, may you just remind my brothers and sisters tonight that you see, you see their need. You see, you hold every tear in your bottle, God. You hold every need. God, you hold every dream, God. You, they may have been given up on dreams, Lord, but you have those dreams still in your hand, God. God, you are working to accelerate in this time of refreshing. People feel overwhelmed. People feel they don't even know where to begin, God. God, we just come to your feet and we say, God, God, breathe on us. Breathe your life on us. Breathe. Just give us the water, the holy water, Lord, that we seek. Just give us your presence, God. Just, just like that well-watered garden in Zion, Lord. In, in Isaiah, Lord, give us, give us, give us your, your presence, Lord. Just, just over, overcome us, overwhelm us. Instead of us feeling overwhelmed, God, overwhelm us, Lord. I know a lot of people are feeling overwhelmed, God. They don't know what to do. They see the bills. They see their child's sickness. They see things that they never thought they would experience or they never thought would be them, Lord. They never thought that they would come up against, Lord. And then they say, God, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to my family? Why did that person, why did you take that person so soon? God, why? I can't, I, I can't go on, Lord. I don't know what to do. I don't even know how to live one day to the next, Lord. Lord, uh, there, there's people who feel, Lord, that you have abandoned them. They feel, they feel that's great that they see other people live out their lives, but they're like, Lord, where is my turn? Where is my refreshing? Where is my time? Lord, I pray that each of that, the people that, that feel that way, God, that you would, you would guard their heart against any bitterness, Lord. You would guard their heart against anything, Lord. And as they press in and lean in on you, you're going to give them beauty for their ashes and, and, and you're going to show them things that they could have not experienced otherwise, Lord. Just, just, just breathe on your people tonight. Just, just give your water, Lord. We are your garden. We are the roses in your garden, Lord. Just give us, give us your refreshing, God. Just, just make, and even when we don't have solutions and answers, Lord, help us to know that you do. You have the answers. And it's not even important sometimes to give us the answers, but sometimes we don't even need to know the answers. And we have the faith and the trust in you, God, that we don't even need to know the answers or the solutions, but you hold them in your hands, God. And so we just, we just stand with the banner over us, which is your love. You've brought us to your banqueting table and the banner over us is your love, God. And we stand firm. We stand, we stand. Having done all, we stand, God. We stand for you will fight for us and you will deliver us and you have redeemed us. You have summoned us by name and we are yours, God. And we stand firmly planted on your truth and your endurant faith, Lord knowing that you are overtaking us and you are overwhelming us. Lord, I feel your spirit right now. I feel your spirit right now going, going out to some people who need, who need healing in their hearts, who need, who need a promise, Lord, who need, who need your touch right now, right now, right now. It's okay. It's okay to cry. It's okay. It's okay to release. It's okay. Breathe. It's okay. You, God did not call you to a life of just struggling and toil. It's okay. It's okay. Just feel his arms wrap around you. Just feel his arms. He just wants to show you his love. He just wants to come and wrap you in his arms. You've been, you've been dealing with stuff that you just, you just keep going round and round and round with it. Just stop in the name of Jesus and come into his arms. Just stop in the name of Jesus. Come into his arms. That's my prayer for everyone tonight, that we would, 
we would experience you, God, in in that times of refreshing that your people need. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Great job, Kristen. Thank you for that. That was wonderful, as always. Thank you. You seem to outdo yourself every night. Well, like likewise, I, I got a lot. It's a it's a good competition. It's a it's a good healthy competition. You've got great sermons every night, so I have to I have to you know live up to my billing. All right, all right, <laughs> all right. Well, look, let's uh, let's do these uh, individual prayer requests. And again, guys, we get more prayer requests than we can really go through verbally on the show. But you can see a bunch of them below on the ticker. So please, we ask that you join with us in praying for each of these people, even the ones that we might not get to. Genia says, good afternoon, both of you. My prayer request is for my father. His name is Arsenio. He fell into a ditch and his leg was swollen. He lives far away from me. He's now in his province. My niece is taking care of him. The problem is I can't visit him because of this COVID-19 pandemic. My place is on lockdown. I need your prayer for him. Uh, God bless you from the Philippines. Well, Father God, we pray for Genia's father, Arsenio. We pray for his leg to be completely healed. We pray that she'll be able to be reunited with him soon. In the meantime, we pray that the doctors have the wisdom and the resources they need to care for him properly. And I pray that while he is in this hospital, which I interpret this to mean that he, that other people in the hospital are blessed by him. When, when the enemy puts one of our people in the hospital, I want to punish him by making sure that person goes there and basically does like missionary work and gets people saved. That'll stop the enemy from putting you in the hospital. If he knows that when you go there, uh, you know, you're going to thwart more of his plan. So in Jesus name, we pray for complete healing for Arsenio. And we pray that he's a, a blessing to everybody in the hospital while he's there. Melissa says, can you please pray for my daughter, Ashley, that she will leave her immoral lifestyle and come back to God? Well, Father God, we certainly um, pray for Melissa. In fact, this message was a little more detailed, but I, I'm not in the business of embarrassing people on the air. And I certainly don't want to do that here in case anyone recognizes any names or anything. But it's sufficient to say that Melissa is uh, unhappy with the life that her daughter is leading. And we pray in Jesus name that God, you totally rebuke the enemy's plans in Ashley's life, that you make her see what her value is, that you make her see what her real purpose is in life, and that you make her a blessing to her mother. And you don't use this situation here. You don't let the enemy use this to drive a wedge between her mother. Melissa, listen, the important thing here is as her mother, you got to continue loving her, okay? You know, it doesn't do any good to um, reject your daughter or anything like that. I mean, your job here is is you just got to love your daughter through this situation. Let her know that you, you know, you're always going to be there for her and um, that you're her number one supporter, okay? So it doesn't mean you always support what your child is doing, but it means that you... Um, you're always there as her mother and that your, your love for her is unconditional. So Father God, we pray for a great victory and I look forward to hearing a praise report in that uh, from, from Melissa. Abimelech says, hello, peace be with you. Pray for my family that they accept Jesus. You're amazing instruments in God's hands. Well, thank you. That's very nice. All right, Abimelech. Wasn't Abimelech, wasn't he a descendant of uh, Saul in the Bible? Wasn't he the one whose uh, leg was broken? Oh, I don't wow, remember. And David good. blessed him. David said, find me someone from the house of Saul. I could be wrong about that. Don't quote me. We'll look that up later. I yeah. haven't read that in a while. Anyway, uh, Abimelech, as to your prayer, pray for my family for they accept Jesus. Well, Father God, I pray that your glory shines through Abimelech, that he is a, a, a missionary to these people, 
and that they accept Jesus through him, that he's never ashamed of the gospel, that he, he's always willing to share the gospel with them. And I pray that he's always there to help them so that they just associate him with being helpful. And they say, what is it that Abimelech has that we need for our lives? He's got something that we need. What is that? And they'll come to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Gloria says, please pray for our son and daughter from Honduras. She lives in Los Angeles and, and my son is a teenager. All right. Well, we pray for, first of all, your whole family, Gloria, from Honduras. All the way Los Angeles, God's hands and that he will take care of them and, and he will never leave them nor forsake them, nor will he leave you nor forsake you in Jesus' mighty name. Mm-hmm. Bashad says, you know very well the situation because of this COVID-19, the economy of every country has been spoiled badly. In fact, I saw oil was trading at negative rates today. It's actually under, under zero dollars. It's gotten ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He says yeah. the poor countries like Pakistan are suffering a lot, especially with the people working on daily wages, still waiting on help from the authorities. We're already helping the poor ones and people who are deserving in these days. Well, Bashad, listen, I pray for the curse of poverty over Pakistan to be totally lifted and that it be lifted through the Christian communities there and that you guys have the ultimate ministry, that you get to be a blessing to all the various communities who might be living in Pakistan, whether the Muslim, the Hindu, whatever communities who were there. We pray that the Christian communities are known throughout all of Pakistan as being generous in all things and be as and as being abundantly blessed and, and as your ministry is being totally prosperous, even as your soul prospers in Jesus' name. A couple more here. Azalea says, please pray for my husband's safe and quick return home. He's stuck overseas working on a farm, but we need him home with us. My husband traveled to Australia last to work on a farm, still working, but due to this pandemic, we need him home with our kids. He desperately wants to come home, but the borders are still closed. I believe in miracles. Good. So help me pray for his quick but safe return. God bless you always. Well, Father God, we pray for this person's quick and safe return. We pray for the family to be reunited. And in the meantime, we pray for them all to be comforted and that the enemy not have any avenue to attack them in Jesus' name. And we pray for this to be a quick work. She says she believes in miracles. And your word says that they have the faith of a mustard seed, that Mm. they can tell this mountain to move into the ocean. That's actually an important point. It's not just to say a prayer. It's actually speak to the thing in front Mm. of you, to speak to the mountain in front of you. And so we speak to the situation. We speak to the separation between Azalea and Isabel, or excuse me, Azalea and her husband. I can't tell if Azalea is her actual name or just her screen name. In any event, God knows who we're talking about, that your husband returns from Australia to you and that he's home with the kids where he needs to be in Jesus' name. And lastly, Oblin says, hi, my name is Oblin and I'm living all the way in Fiji. I saw your video on prayer request and I thought I'd give it a try. Well, there's a faith statement. Today, I got laid off from work because of this pandemic, and since I'll just be staying home, I thought I would try to build my spiritual life and become a better person than I was. Good. I need all the help and prayers to take this road because I know the devil will be after me, so please, just a simple prayer to help guide me and motivate me in the right path to find the Lord. Well, i tell you what, actually, uh, I'm going to put Kristen in charge of that one because she's going to do the call to salvation uh, as soon as I'm done here. But Oblin, you know, the Bible says if you move towards God, he will move towards you. If you draw near to God, he'll draw near to you. And I believe that what's happening right now is God is asking to come in. There's a a verse in the New Testament where Jesus says, you know, behold, I knock. Whoever opens the door to me, I will enter. 
Okay. Right now, Oblin, Oblin, if I'm saying your name right, Jesus is knocking at that door. That's what you're feeling right now. This, this, this thing about your spiritual life. Okay. This thing about being laid off. This might be God's way of getting your attention and setting you up for something bigger. So answer the door to Jesus. Let him walk in. Invite him into your heart. Kristen's going to lead you in the call to salvation in a few moments. But in Jesus' name, we pray that you become overflowing with the Holy Spirit and you become a great missionary to the other people in your community in Jesus' name. Kristen, give me a moment. I just got a few. We had a few new yes. ones just come in real quick. And I want to get to these. Yes, please. All right. Just coming in now. Christopher Bacobo says, please pray for my family, friends, and relatives. Pr please pray to protect during this pandemic. Christopher, thank you for standing in the gap for your family and your friends and relatives. We pray that God honors that prayer in Jesus' name. We pray they are totally protected through this pandemic. We pray that God just puts them in the palm of his hands and lifts them up and over to the other side of this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We've got another one here from Isabel. I need you to pray for my husband, please. God bless you. Well, Isabel, we pray for your husband for whatever that specific need is. We pray that your marriage is strong. We pray that you and he are both physically strong. We pray for your whole family. If you have children, we pray for them also. We pray that your husband has a good job and that he uh, is successful in all things that he does. And we pray the same thing for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm. Hector says, please pray for my son, Miles. Hector, I don't know what that situation is, but we pray for him in Jesus' name. We pray for your son to be totally healthy and prosperous and to not deviate from the, the path that the Lord has for him. In Jesus' name. Jennifer Dombeck. Good evening. Please pray for my husband and I. I feel like our marriage is failing. Thank you. Much love to both of you. Well, Jennifer, it's something we pray for a lot. And I see the picture of you and your husband there. Father God, I don't know what's going on in that marriage. Mm -hmm. First of all, I pray against any, any pride that either of you might have. And I don't know you, obviously. I'm just talking off the hip here, but any pride that either of you might have that prevents either of you from saying, you know what, maybe I was wrong, or maybe I was a little wrong. Maybe the other side has a good point. So I pray against that. I pray for open lines of communication. I pray for you both to yield to the Holy Spirit because he wants to work with you and through you guys to get through this. All right. He wants to speak with you. I pray that there is no infidelity. I pray for an honest marriage. I pray for both of you, if necessary, to be forgiving with one another. Because if you want a marriage to succeed, you can't have unforgiveness there. I promise you that. I pray that you guys work together every night to build your marriage up. I pray that both of you recognize that you want to be in this marriage, that the enemies lie that, you know, the grass is greener on the other side, that one of you will be happier outside the marriage is usually not true unless there's, you know, well, first of all, it's coming from the enemy. It's not true. Um, there are times, unfortunately, where there are physically abusive or otherwise abusive marriages. And that's that's different. Uh, you know, I don't counsel anybody to stay in a marriage where, you know, their life is at risk or anything like that. But it sounds like this is more of a garden variety marital decay. And so, Jennifer, I, I pray that that God breaks down barriers. Now, that having been said, faith without works is dead. And I recommend that you do what Kristen and I do, okay? Every single morning, I call Kristen up and we pray together to start our day, okay? Even if it's just 
I'm staying at home because of the coronavirus lockdown. I don't have much to do. I still pray that that God does a great work in both of us that day and that we have a supernatural day. Okay. Every single night, even after these shows, every single night we pray together. And we and this is basically from the beginning of our relationship almost 10 months ago. We we pray together every night. There is no substitute for it. When I'm going to Kristen's house and I get off the highway and I, I turn into her town, I call her up and I say, Kristen, pray me in. So that, you know, we're already in, in a prayer stage before I get to her house. When I get to her house, we do devotionals together. Okay. And then we do the show together, which, which involves even more praying. Now, I'm not saying I'm to start a podcast. But my point is this. If you want a marriage to succeed, okay, you really need the Holy Spirit to be the central part of it. When the Bible talks about the two becoming one flesh, it's, it's not just a physical thing. It's a spiritual thing. And it's you and he conforming to the will of God. And the way you do that is you basically le- yield yourself. You offer yourself and your marriage as a living sacrifice to the Holy Spirit and invite him to take over the whole operation. All right. There's really no substitute for that. I don't have a magic potion for you, but that's the solution. OK, so we pray for you and we pray and we know that our prayers are powerful and effective. But you got to do your part, too. All right, Jennifer, I can't wait to hear a good praise report from you in Jesus mighty name. All right, Kristen. Thank you for I know I went a little long tonight, but I thought that no, was wrong, important. Absolutely. It's great. That's great. And um, I, I thought that was great advice and, and definitely. And um, yeah, and I'll just add to that, Jennifer, if, um, like Jordan says, we don't know the exact situation, but we pray for restoration where there needs to be restoration and enduring restoration because it may not happen quite overnight. It may it may take a little time, but that you have friends and family that can support you and, and your husband and you get relationships, uh, modeled relationships that, um, you know, mentors who've been married longer than you that have healthy relationships, healthy marriages that you can get around. And, and um, you know, we pray for that to happen as well. So I know it will. And we, like Jordan said, are, we're looking forward to a good praise report with mm-hmm. that. Um, and our, our friend that we were talking to before, if you want to um, definitely uh, – I, Oblin, I think I got the name right. I don't know. Oblin, yep. But <laughs> from Fiji, uh, you can uh, join me in this prayer. And anyone else who wants to accept the Lord as their Savior, you can join me in this prayer. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us know if you prayed that prayer. Comment on the video or send us a message. We want to know and help you get your walk started. All right. Before we close out, we just got one more prayer request from Suzanne Taylor. Uh, two from her. She, first of all, she prays for healing for her 89-year-old mom who's not feeling well. And so, God, we know that you are her doctor. And we pray and we know that 89-year-old people are at risk. But you know what, God? Um, You have the final say in all things. So, God, I pray total healing for her in Jesus' name. And she also says, pray for Brian to get to see his son after one year. The mom kept the child away from the father. All right. A couple things. So, Susan, I don't know where you live, but I would point out that if you happen to live in New Jersey, I am a family law attorney. So if you want to contact me privately or have Brian contact me and see if I can help you. I'd be happy to do that. And that's not an advertisement. I'm just trying to be helpful. Um, I just did. Okay. I don't know what that means, but in in any event, Suzanne, 
as far as the situation, you know, it's not good for a child to be away from the father. So Father God, in Jesus' name, I pray that that situation is remedied. I don't know the situation there. If you know what the if it's a court situation and there's been some findings, if there's child services involved, I have no idea what's going on. But God, I just lift the whole thing up to you. And guys, I got to tell you, when you have really deep prayers like this, you got really big mountains. It, it's important to pray, but you got to lift these prayers up to God through praise. And if you don't know how to do that, the simple way is just get out your iTunes account, download some praise music and just start singing. Put it in the car. Just just fill. Just, this is how just, I fight my battles. That's a good one for that. Yeah, you know, well, we can't all yeah. sing as well as Kristen, but seriously, you know, it's one <laughs> thing. To, it, pray. It, it's it's praise. one thing to pray, and that's important. But you got to praise, praise God. The Bible says, "We enter His gates with thanksgiving; we enter His courts with praise." So give thanks in all things, but also give praise. <laughs> Susan, I need you to praise. I'll pray for you, but I need you at home to praise God that He is delivering this child back to Brian. Okay, and praise God for all good things. So, Father God, we pray for total. For, for them to be totally reunited and for you to do a good work in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys, listen, thanks for joining us tonight. I'm sorry I went a little long, but you know, these were important things we had to do. Uh, just a reminder, we're only doing Monday through Friday now. We're not doing Saturdays anymore because I need that time to process all the videos and do the post-production and stuff like that to get it up on iTunes. Uh, but in the meantime, we are still doing this every weekday, Monday through Friday at 7:30 Eastern. If you miss an episode, all, they're all archived on Facebook under the videos tab, or you can go listen to them to them on iTunes. We ask that you please do your best to please try to share these videos, share the page, invite your friends. This is a very, very easy way for us all to do missions work. Okay, Chris and I are the ones uh, doing all the production. All you got to do is hit the share button. And again, we don't make any money whatsoever doing this. Okay, we're just trying to, you know, we're just trying to to win souls and and to heal broken hearts and all that. All right, guys. So again, thanks for joining us again. We really appreciate all your support. We really appreciate all the kind words and everything. And we'll see you tomorrow at 730. In the meantime, please be blessed. And as always, be a blessing. Bye, everybody. joining us don't forget to follow jordan and Kristen ministries on facebook youtube and itunes and remember to tune in next week and every week on tuesdays at 8 45 on wmca the mission am 570 and fm 102.3 Amazing grace.